Hi again, Seth here on Modern Da Vinci. Got another topic for you today. This one is all about how adults learn. And your first question might be, who cares? But if you are curious about your own growth potential or curious about how to be a leader and foster growth in others, it's actually an important concept. Understanding this will give you perspective on maybe where you are in a learning journey uh, and help you understand what it takes to learn while also being able to observe where others are and by being mindful of that, either helping move them along or encouraging them or reinforcing where they are along the way. So let's jump right into why this is important and how it works. The model we're going to talk about today is called the Conscious Competence Model. It's a four-stage model. And if you check out our blog on this subject, you'll see a little diagram that shows the cycle. Four stages are first, unconscious incompetence, and that's basically what we call the blind spot phase. The second stage is conscious incompetence, and that is what we call the weakness phase. You're aware that you lack a skill. Level three is called conscious competence. We call that the ability phase, and that's when you are using your brain to implement a skill. And then level four, which is where we're all striving to be, is called unconscious competence. And that's when we've taken what we've learned and built it into a true strength. So what I'm gonna talk about today is what's happening in each of those stages and what's important to advance you from one stage to the next. So let's dig into level one. This is unconscious incompetence. So at this point, you're blissfully ignorant. Um, again, this is where you have a blind spot. Your confidence in what you're doing, whether it's your management style, leadership, communication style, may actually exceed your abilities, at least as far as you perceive them. And at this phase, it's hard to figure out where to focus your learning. Everything feels generic, general. And so it's critical, and this is why having an open mind about what's possible and being willing to listen and be curious about how you can improve is critical. In this phase, seeking feedback, looking for signs that there's something that you need to work on to help you recognize your strengths and weaknesses. So we're talking about embracing performance reviews, taking 360s, uh, 360 feedback assessments where you get actual real-time feedback from colleagues, peers, subordinates, partners, whoever it might be, personality type assessments, conflict assessments. There's all sorts of different options for that. Um, just getting informal feedback in the workplace, feedback from your friends and family, and then of course, a favorite of mine, which is using coaching. So let's just look at a real, a real life example of this. And let's make it fun and use sports as an analogy. So let's say you're a golfer. You're a big fan of golf. You're a pretty solid golfer maybe a 10 handicap. If you're not a golfer, that's a pretty darn good golfer. And you're at the driving range one day practicing, feeling pretty good about yourself. When the golf pro walks by and he pauses and he looks at you for a second and he says, you know, <clears throat> you hit the ball pretty well, but if you could just change your grip just a little bit, you could be a lot better. You could just shave a couple strokes off your game. And at first you might think to yourself, I don't know about that. I'm a pretty good golfer. I don't feel like I need to change anything. But maybe you get a little curious about what might be possible and you start to think about, wow, maybe I could be a five handicap golfer or maybe a scratch golfer. So your curiosity is peaked and what was a weakness that you weren't even aware of, your grip in this case, is now something that you know and that you can focus your learning around. 
Once we understand what the opportunity is, we move into phase two, conscious incompetence. So this is where we know about the opportunity to learn and improve. We notice where this is working for other people, seeing people that are advanced in this skill, we can observe that. And you start to really feel where this skill might be holding you back, okay? Now, this phase is tricky. Once you know it's a weakness, it can cause you to perhaps give up, retreat. If it feels like it's gonna be difficult, you may not wanna deal with it. So there is a high risk of giving up here. So from a mindset perspective, this is a great time to become resolved, stay positive, become determined to learn and improve, and realize that practice is essential. You're gonna make mistakes, it's not gonna feel great, and you're gonna to have to accept that because it's gonna be part of the learning experience. So let's go back to our golf example. In this case, you realize your script's not as good as you think it should be, or you didn't. it's not as good as you thought it was. And it's kind of on your mind now. You're trying to hit the ball. Maybe you're starting to fall apart a little bit. You're hitting it worse than you used to hit it before. And it's frustrating. So it feels weird. Uh, it's really on your mind. You now notice very intentionally that this is something you're struggling with. And so that feeling again can quickly crop up that makes you think, ah, I don't know, I might wanna just go back to the way I was. It was the easy thing to do. Okay, so to get from level one, which was unconscious incompetence to level two, we needed feedback. We needed new information to give us perspective. To get from level two, which was conscious incompetence to where we are now, level three, what we call conscious competence, we needed practice, we needed determination. In level three at conscious competence, you've actually acquired this skill and you can demonstrate it regularly. Okay, so in our golf analogy, you've reconfigured your grip and through hard work and a lot of repetitions, you've actually managed to get your grip changed. At this level, you can feel your confidence improving, but the key is here, it still requires a ton of concentration. So again, in the golf analogy, you go to hit the ball, you have to be very focused on that. You have to be very intentional about how you grip the club. So you might have a couple really great reps and you feel like you're improving, but then you also might take some steps back. So what's critical in this phase of learning is don't be complacent. You haven't mastered it yet. You're gonna to have to continue practicing and you're gonna to have to continue to work through the trial and error. Be prepared to take a couple steps back, knowing that we're on the path to taking maybe a big leap forward. Okay. Then we have level four. This is what we're all striving to achieve. This is called unconscious competence. The application of this skill is now automatic. It's become a strength. You don't have to be conscious of it anymore. When you go to hit that golf ball, your grip is the new grip. It's 100% of the time. You don't have to be focused on it. You don't have to put a lot of energy into it. And the grip is now automatic. It's part of your swing. So at this point, your confidence is soaring. You're living and experiencing the improved results. And at this point, you've got an opportunity to demonstrate this. From a leadership perspective, this is a chance to share this experience with your colleagues. You can actually become a mentor. This is a way you can help people. You can start to teach people about their grip in our golf example. But it's critical always to be open-minded because this is a process. You wanna continually seek feedback, guard against regression. So you gotta practice, keep at it, continue to make it an automatic part of your skill set. Now, something that's really important to reflect on here is what I just went through seemed like a really quick process, but in reality, that may have taken months. Um, from the moment that you became aware that there was a new skill you wanted to try to the point where it becomes um, consciously competent for you, 
could take months and there could be a lot of setbacks in there. So learning is a journey that can take a long time. It requires patience and it requires a belief and a commitment to getting to the end. So let's just use a quick business example. Let's say you're a manager in an organization and every day you come in and because of frustrations with getting to work, commute, whatever it might be, you come in and you're carrying a lot of anger and frustration and it's very visible, something that your team can see on your face, your colleagues. And so essentially they avoid you. Um, maybe after a couple hours you calm down, things get better and you start to engage. And for them, this is a big deal. They, uh, the mornings aren't productive. They feel like they can't work with you. And perhaps you don't even know it. You know, you're so overcome with this frustrating experience that you've had that you've built a pattern. And quite frankly, you're blind to it. It's a blind spot. You don't realize how significant it is. Uh, the way that you're showing up in the morning is affecting your, is affecting your team and your performance. So if you're willing to be open-minded about improving, Perhaps you get some feedback. Somebody finally shares with you that this is a problem. You get a 360. Uh, someone in the organization tells you this is just not working. And perhaps your first reaction is to resist that feedback. But again, if we're willing to be open-minded, consider what's possible, consider how we can continue to improve, maybe that feedback starts to hit home and you realize this is something you want to work on. So in the beginning, becoming aware is the key to starting a learning, learning process. From there, of course, the next step is to practice. So every day when you come in, being very intentional and focused on resisting that, that mindset of coming in with frustration, maybe having to have different strategies for how to deal with it, plan them out in advance, put a lot of effort into it, and have days where it's just not gonna work. You just aren't able to be successful and you're still frustrated and the day doesn't get off to a great start. Moving forward with a little practice, building on success, you get to the point where you can manage it. You're getting feedback that you're improving. People are observing that, hey, this is getting better. We love what we see. We like the growth that we see here. And although it's still difficult and it takes a lot of energy and focus to get it done, with those repetitions under your belt, it starts to become more automatic. And then finally, you've built the resilience, you've built the competence and the skill. When you come in in the morning, without really having to think about it, you've learned how to deflect your anger, whatever it is, manage it, be more mindful. You've got a better pattern in place, a better process, and it shows up. So this is the very essence of what leadership is, is being willing to learn and then being able to act on it and improve. And at that point, you've made it, you've made it part of your routine. It's become part of who you are and you're better at managing your frustration, anxiety, and it's better for your team and your organization. So again, just an easy example, but one that you might be able to relate to with some of your real life experiences. So again, think about this, understand this for yourself, know that you need to seek feedback to get on a learning journey. Expect that it's gonna be a bumpy road to get there, but that through perseverance and practice, you can improve really any skill. And again, think about this for your colleagues or the people on your team. If you give them feedback, you also need to be aware of where they are in this process. Helping them with feedback is important to kick off their learning journey and then encouraging them, reinforcing the positive behaviors, letting them know where they are in the cycle will help keep them committed and help them grow and move forward too. Thanks for your time. Hope you enjoyed this post. And again, the team here at Modern Da Vinci is here to help. We'd love to work with individuals to help improve their leadership performance, businesses to maximize their potential. 
contact us today or check out the tools and resources on our tools page and the blogs that we've been putting out on leadership and other helpful topics.